there was. We have this strange declaration. We're building up to Shavuot. Shavuot is the, the, the time when the Torah was given. Theoretically speaking, there's really no there's no more epic day in the history of the world than this day itself because it's a day which shifted the world to a completely different perspective the the entire model of how to view reality took on a whole new dimension after the Torah was given not only as as relevant to the Jews but it had a global impact and that's why the 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 three major religions apart from the Eastern religions today all stem from essentially that day which is Islam Christianity and Judaism all acknowledge the giving of the turn on Mount Sinai. So we want to try to get into a little bit more into how does that day, how does that day um, capture capture the the essence of, of a Jew? And then we have to make it real. Like we see one of the biggest problems, and this is like what we struggle with in this year, is it's great to say a nice vote. Like it's great to like say this fluffy kind of beautiful inspiring words but actually when it comes to integrating and filtering that out into my day-to-day life so often there's this gigantic gap someone someone just phoned me it was quite interesting that phoned me he's he's uh he's presently on on a kibbutz which gives new meaning to the word secular <laughs> and uh he said to me he said to me that um his relationship with Judaism is he has a share and is great but then he goes to show <laughs> and the whole thing kind of fizzles out into nothingness because he can't put together those great inspiring ideas with the actual living and the carrying out of it so that's one problem the second problem is what we do is we put the ideas in one box and then we put life in another box and when it comes to the ideas yes we're all gung-ho for them but when it actually comes to translating them into how we relate to people it becomes a different world so we're going to try bridge this, this gap slightly um, but first of all, we'd like to introduce you to all the other people in the share. For example, um, we'd like to introduce you to, to wow, amazing. Bill Gates has decided to attend the share. Hi, Bill. Hello, oh, Larry. Um, thanks for coming, Bill. Um, and yeah, we've got, uh, we'll introduce you to the other guest stars in the share later on as, as the share goes on. Um, just, um, sorry. Sorry, Henry, can you just maybe come down from that bookshelf? Thank you. Okay, much better. Good. So, <coughs> okay, just getting a bit of decorum over here. Can someone please take out that snake? Take out the snake now. Okay? Told you not to bring the snake to share. I've told you once, I've told you a hundred times. <laughs> okay, good. Now that we've got this decorum going, um, hi, hi. Oh I'd just like to welcome welcome a latecomer. Um, I'm not referring to your, your recent arrival to the share. I'm just speaking about the in general the description that I'd like <laughs> to apply to you. What we're talking about is the the magnitude of of the day called Shavuot and we're focusing on its impact for Jews and then translating into reality and the reason why it's so impactful for Jews is really based not on the giving of the Torah itself but the 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 build-up towards the build-up towards the Jews said a very strange thing they said Naaseh V'nishma Naaseh V'nishma we discussed is almost an absurd comment to make Naaseh means we will do Nishma means and we will be Naaseh means we will we will do it and nishma means and then we'll hear what we have to do so the sequence is wrong first you hear what you have to do and then you do it you can't do it before you've heard what you what you need to do is that clear the question on nice and nishma is an open question so the way we approach this brand was quite interesting we said let's take for example the idea of potential and reality sorry it's quite noisy there quite noisy let's just do you mind someone just mind shifting this 
There's a big buffalo over here. I can just good. Okay, so so um, there's um, there's idea of Nasev and Nishma is 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 related to the idea of potential and reality. Now, there's two ways of perceiving how potential and reality works on a general on a general level. The one where you can see potential, you can see potential as this big un 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 um, untouched piece of clay that when you actually form it into a, into a object that becomes becomes something so that's the vision of potential as being very malleable and very open to change but you know what and i'm thinking about you Ariel, when i say these words um we can't really change at all we can't change once we actually we're born a certain way and we can't change ourselves at all now that sounds like a shocking statement. It's very worrying for Lewis because he thinks, "Gosh, that would be the rest. <laughs> this is like this for the rest of my life." But don't worry, there, there is there is a way out. There is a way out. Shaving? Um, well, shaving would be one of them. But again, that's a physical change, and it does tend to grow back. But let's speak about a more fundamental level. So, on, on the, at the same time as we say we always seem to be preaching about change, but the truth is, we can never change at all. We can never change at all. You can only ever be who you are. Now that sounds a little bit strange. Brandon's trying to think, why did I come to Yeshiva? I was so happy in Miami. I had the beach, I had the sea, I could surf. I say to you, but there are no waves in Miami. He'll say, you oh, you just have nowhere to find them. But true, not true, 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 true. So, so it's a, what do you mean you can't change? So I'll tell you how we view, view the, the, the notion of, of, of living. We don't view it as change, Sonic. We view it as realization. A realization means in the context of or actualization. It means that who you are is tucker, who you are, it's who you're born and it's who you'll be when you die. But there's two levels to self. The one is the inner essence and the second is the art externality. The inner essence is unchangeable. But even though it's unchangeable, it's, it's extremely, in its own way, it's perfect. Yes, you can ask a question. And Pleasure. So does, that, does that mean to say that you only have your amount of potential that you, and you can't change it? And you can't change that. it. You can never it's go beyond your potential. It's about that. It's about potential, not necessarily. So you always have room to improve and kind of change your birth within yourself. So let's talk you about what that means. Let, let's, let's talk about what that means, changing a bit. So what it means is as follows. A person is designed with two levels. The first level is he's designed with an inner greatness. And that's, but a specific, specific focus in the greatness. Some people are given the greatness of self-control, gvura. That means that even though they're, they're distracting circumstances, like they have, they have a desire to play with the cell phone in the middle of a musashir, but they're able to control that. That's gvura. Other people don't have that strength of character, so they, they succumb to it. Their greatest strength is not gvura. It could be bakoshas ames. They're able to understand the depth of a sugya. Right? It could be a depth of an idea penetrate beneath the surface. Some other people, they don't have either of those two strengths really, but their essential strength is chesed. They connect to other people and they can, they can really see where another person is coming from and extend themselves. So everyone's got different strengths. You can't, you can't get a strength you don't have and you can't be someone you're not. But the, the person that you are in that specific way with that specific, specific strength is incredible and, and huge and gigantic. But it's hidden. What's it hidden behind? It's hidden behind all this muck called um, selfishness, called arrogance, called hatred, called all these things act as a barrier to that inner person being expressed. So you've got this potential. 
Now, the goal of life is to break through the barrier that stops that potential from being realized. So say, for example, in the course of a musashir, you, you have got guru inside of you, you've got that sense of self-discipline and self-control, and then you've got this extremely beguiling and, su- and seductive kind of um, electronic object in front of you and when you resist the temptation and you're actually able to turn the thing off completely now that's a huge test for any person living in today's day and age and he's in the western world there's actually a button on electronic devices that you can actually turn the thing off you could turn now i'm, I'm saying it, yeah you can actually turn it off Wait, where? yeah no no many people don't know that this button exists you can turn it off and it can actually have no yeah yeah. Oh, why? 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 Um, when you turn off the electronic device, yes. so then you become more alive. You become more alive because then, because then your life force, your life force is not is not invested in some type of machine. It actually becomes invested in you. It's like, do you know? Do you know? Now I'm speaking. Of course, now you're going to see my age. I remember when there were no such things as cell phones. <gasps> In those days, in those days, what would happen if you were going to find um, a, you, you need to go and find a location, you need to find someone's house? Google I remember, I remember, I remember discussion, now this sounds like fiction, it was a real discussion. I remember being in a lecture and someone said, and you know what? And we're standing there waiting for this gigantic new innovation. He said, today, they've made a system that can connect all different computers together. We went, <gasps> We said, what's it called? And he stumbled and he said, I think it's called the internet. And we thought, gosh, that sounds so amazing. That's so advanced. And I remember my sister saying, you know, I've just gone to the computer and you can connect to other computers. And then I w- was able to contact someone I knew. And I was, whoa, this is amazing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> right? Now, again, uh, for old people, you understand, this is a big kiddish. I know that my cousin used to work uh, in, in support. And someone once phoned up and said, hello. He said, hello. He said, hi, is that the internet? <laughs> what kind of half a minute do you have? Like, what? Where, what do you think? Hello? Look, you know, the, the other, other great questions was, other great questions were, um, woman phoned up and asked him that she's just bought this modem and it's not working. And like he kept on like, asking to do things and in the course of the conversation it became evident that granted she had a modem but she didn't have a computer. <laughs> <laughs> The other classic one, this is actually, this, this report, this isn't first-hand experience, is the person finds up the support and he says, um, he knows where the coffee holder is, but where'd you put in the CDs? <laughs> where the what? The, co- the, co- the coffee holder. The coffee holder. Yeah. No, he knows where the coffee the holder is. Yeah. Uh, That's funny. Either, no, I don't yeah. think that really yeah. could have happened. Really, I'm, I know a friend, really, his, his aunt, he found, <laughs> he found on the floor with her mouse. She didn't realize that if you pick it up, you start again. <laughs> so when you're trying to get something in there, she's like... <laughs> 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 yeah, so that's so realizing potential. Clearly, uh, yeah. Re- realizing potential means that sometimes overcoming... You've got all these obstructions inside yourself, and when you overcome them, that's called change, and that's called growth. But from a, from a purely from a purely spiritual perspective, it's nothing has changed. Just what was hidden has become visible.
That's what I mean by not changing. In other words, you change an enormous amount to the to the to, to the naked eye, but actually you're not changing. You're bringing to the fore the deep potential that lay, lay within you to begin with. So that's one notion of potential. Now that model becomes extremely relevant for the whole preamble to and the acceptance of the Torah. How does it work? It works in the following way: the Jewish people come before before Har Sinai and the mountain Sinai, and then they have developed this relationship with the Creator. There's been a series of miraculous events, including the exodus from Egypt, and they have total and utter trust. And he says to them something, he says, do you want to accept the Torah? Are you ready for it? And they say, Nasevanishma. We will do, and then we'll find out what we have to do. The order is wrong. First you find out what you have to do, and then you do. Well, it depends. It depends if you're a malach or a human being. Are you an angel or man? An angel is created for a purpose. And therefore, the angel from the outset knows what they have to do and there's no conflict or decision needed to fulfill what's going to be told to them. All they need to know is what task will be given to them. And once the task has been given to them, they'll go ahead and do it. When the Jewish people said Naisev and Ishma, they created a new potential within. What does that mean? They said, to, they, said they declared, and in doing so, they implanted into the spiritual genes of every Jew they lived thereafter, including us today. They said, Naisev, that we, we connect so deeply to what we will receive that regardless of what the demands are, we will do them. Regardless of what it involves, we are now committing wholeheartedly to the fulfillment of what, the wisdom that the Creator imparts in us. Now, what is that wisdom? We have no idea what it is. But when we find out about it, it will not be a decision. We will do it. At that moment in time, there was a transformation of the inner workings of the Jew. Because that, like we said, a person's inner potential is planted and static. It just needs to come to the fore. At that point in time, the Jewish people shifted their entire relationship to the wisdom of Torah. Prior to this point, the wisdom of Torah was additional. It was on top of my being. I was a person. And then when someone teach me a lesson, I would say, listen, let me evaluate. Let me weigh up. Is it appropriate? Is it inappropriate? Is it a good thing to do? Is it not a good thing to do? And I would make a decision if I would choose to do it. So now it would become something that I have as an addition to myself. Something that I do, but not I. It would be something that I do. Something that I want to do. Something that changes. When a person makes an acceptance that everything that will eventually occur in the future, and the marshal we gave yesterday was, you have two friends, and they make a, make a pact of a loyalty between them. And the pact is completely sincere. The one friend says to the other one, the first friend's name is... Ruvain. And the second friend's name is... Shimon. Excellent. So you've got Nigel and Chaim Dovid. Say that. Nigel... Nigel... Nigel Chaim and... And and David Matthew, Nigel Chaim and David Matthew are two are two are two friends, and they one who express their commitment to one another, so they make a pact. And Nigel Chaim says to David Matthew, David Matthew, after like getting over the issue of the name, he says, David Matthew, he says, yes, Nigel Chaim, he says, David Matthew, he says, I will make a pact that to seal our friendship to make this covenant, covenant between us, I hereby commit that if you're ever in trouble or you ever need anything, I'm here for you. And, and David Matthew says, Nigel Chaim, I'm there for you as well. When that pact is sealed, what means as follows. Two weeks later, two weeks later, Nigel Chaim phones up David Matthew and he says, listen, I'm in a massive, massive 
stick over here. I'm surrounded by three really aggressive looking guys. And I know that you know Tai Chi. Please come save me. <laughs> so, so off, 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 off Nigel Chaim goes and he sees these three massive bullies and um, he actually manages to, to, to actually fend them off. People claim that they actually got bored to death when you start to move so slowly, but he claims that that is actually the mindful art of Tai Chi. So, in other words, but that act, that act of saving his friend wasn't something new. It was an actualization of the commitment he had made originally. And the truth is, as life goes on and the two friends borrow and help one another, everything they do in the future was contained in that one moment when they sealed the pact. Are you following me, Ryan Sonic? Right? So in other words, the sealing of the pact, if you put on, and I want you to do this for one moment, Ariel Fagan, I want you to put on your spiritual spectacles, and I want you to, excellent, there you go, um, you put on your spiritual spectacles, and you look inside, you look inside the essence of the Jewish people, and you put on your spiritual spectacles a minute before they said, Naisa Venishma, and if you see inside of them with your x-ray vision, you actually see they are vacant of Torah, because Torah doesn't exist inside of them. Then they say Naaseh Venishma and then the entire inner working becomes transformed because Naaseh is inside of them. It's not something external. It's something internal. And the adherence to Torah is not something which is a decision I make later on. I toss up, should I, shouldn't I? It's external to myself. It's rather a realization, actualization and bringing into fruition something which is already present. Are you following me in terms of the idea of Naaseh Venishma? Now, that's that we, we expanded upon this vote yesterday. The problem is like this, Brand. The problem is it's a nice vote. <laughs> it's a nice vote, but how does it impact me in my life? Because when the vote contradicts my experience of life, so then it undermines the power of the Torah because it's saying that but it's not really real because that's not my experience of life. In other words, my adherence to the mitzvahs can sometimes not seem like I'm expressing my deepest inner being. It seems like I'm doing something that I have to do and my deeper inner being going somewhere else. So that's the problem that's bothering you and it's probably Rafi handled at the end there. Correct Rafi? You, you're struggling here in terms of this issue or just in general or you, you just look upon my, my voice as some type of droning monotone in the background trying to distract you from like having proper good sleep. Um, <laughs> what what is exactly where can we if we could locate the precise point of your struggle where would you say it is I'm looking for it I'm looking for it uh, well you have to say it would be in the issue of, of actualizing the Nazareth yeah I thought so that, 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 and that's the problem right when someone says to you that you have to wake up on time for davening you don't feel this, ex this experience of self-liberation you feel this experience of self-subjugation don't you 100% um, and I think quite you you voiced it, but I think Fagan feels the same way, don't you, Fagan? Okay. Now, now the problem is Zach would feel the same way, but he's but 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 he's thinking of well, like fifteen ways to shlug up the vote so that he doesn't have to believe in it. So <laughs> start English. Okay. So the problem is like this: the presentation is that Nice Venishma changed like in essence, so that Torah should be the most natural thing in the world. Now, for about Shuvah, it seems to actually, and even for a from from birth guy who wasn't really that from, it seems to be a big problem. <laughs> seems to. <be laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It seems. It seems to be a big problem. It seems to be a big problem because as follows: when I try to match up the core of my identity 
it doesn't always seem to be equatable with what the Torah wants. So now, and therefore, that's what we are saying to begin with, that this vote doesn't seem to speak to me. It doesn't seem to, it doesn't seem to resonate. Correct? Are you co- this, is, this is at this point in time when I say correct and I look at you with that correct. expectancy, correct. It, becomes, it, becomes, it becomes interactive. And specifically for Bale Shiva, you ca- I've actually seen the disastrous, disastrous results of those people that kind of say, yes, this is me, this is me, this is me, and they actually go into a sense of self-denial. And uh, there's this backlash that they try to be the from and then the most from of all frums, and then all of a sudden they realize themselves, five years later, wearing the penguin outfit, Payers down to the near knees, a beer, a beer that has contained enough food to start a small uh, machzan, and <laughs> a machzan is like a storehouse. <laughs> if you see, you know, Canaan Horror could feed the starving nations of the world. They also keep behind the beer. You know, no, there's, there's a huge, there's huge potential. There's huge. Listen, yeah, listen. No, there's actually a whole new. There's, there's a whole new. There's a whole new um, company that's actually hiring out storage space in beards. <laughs> so there's very clever idea. I wish I came up with it myself. I know, hundred percent. But you can't tackle. We're looking for investors. So now. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean you're a part of it when you say well, I'm not that, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Sorry. It's focused, it's focused, Mikey, it's focused. So, so the problem is, you, I've seen, uh, you, I see, uh, you see the people and you see the Balchiva when he, he loses his sense of self. But the problem with this voice is saying, but your intrinsic sense of self is that. How can you lose your sense of self? The firmer you are, the better you'll be. And the more connected to yourself you'll be in this vote. So I want to explore that because I think that's the complexity over here. I think that's really the complexity. And I'd like to say the following thing. That there are layers and 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 layers of self. And the goal, and I've experienced this myself, the goal of life is to try to penetrate layer after layer after layer after layer. But the reality is a person identifies with the present layer. That means, for example, we've discussed some of these layers before, but let's say the, 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 the possessions, let's go on l- 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 level inwards, the body. Now, body is a very powerful expression of identity. And that's why you see there's a trend, which is quite a widespread trend, especially in the Western world, of physique and presenting myself to the world through my body. Meaning that I would like people to grasp me as a body before a person. You can present yourself in different ways to the people. You can present yourself as through your personality. You can present yourself through your clothes or through your possessions. Really, say that's 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 the most the, that's the part which is the furthest away from yourself. That you try to make your identity um, based on designer labels. So that's 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 that, that's an identity which is so generic you bought it in a shop. <laughs> that's really pathetic. But you can go even closer to yourself, but it's still not nearly where you are. But you can you can actually rest your identity in your physical body. So then physical form becomes extremely important. And for people like me who've been blessed with an ugly face, it becomes very difficult. Because you sit in front of the mirror and you try to do something to make your face better. And I've tried, I spent most of my adolescence in front of the mirror trying to like trying to do something with my nose and when that didn't succeed I thought maybe if I pulled my cheeks and Tucker after hours and hours and hours in the mirror nothing helped nothing helped so then I thought I'd have to resort to my like kind of resort to my personality and then I realized I was boring and drab so nothing was left I became religious (laughs) the real truth comes out so as a result some people present themselves they live in their bodies 
they live in their bodies and that becomes the identifying point in themselves and that's why for them gym becomes so important because it's their identity and that's why it's possible to have people literally spending hours with themselves but the self they're spending with is literally their reflection in other words they actually I, I don't the best one if you want to if you want to have some a lot of fun go visit the gym and watch people doing weights in front of mirrors oh that's absolute it's gun aiden it's gun aiden you watch people and you get the guy it doesn't and it's absolutely independent of actual physique every single person in front of every mirror thinks that he is arnold schwarzenegger number two sorry my references of bodybuilders are slightly outdated He's probably become a president or something by now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what happens is they sit there and then, you know, it's the, the bicep curl. So obviously, it's like the, in, in admiring yourself in the mirror, one has to not underestimate the power of the lips and the force of breath leaving and coming into your mouth. Those are crucial points of the actual, the whole process. Because if you don't that, again, like the, that, that completely undermines the whole mirror experience. So you have to that that kind of quick break, and it should definitely be like a sound. Otherwise, it completely undermines the whole process. And then you do it now. We're working on here is the essence is try to do it slowly so you can see the ripple effect. No, no, not the ripple effect you're thinking about. The ripple effect on the bicep. So what you do is you start to curl that bicep, and you can. And then you have to look like this. You're looking. I'm not looking at myself because I want to look at myself and I fall in love with my body because I'm narcissist. But rather, I'm just doing this because I want to get the right, the right angle. Oh, it's the angle. And then you have to, like, you almost have to do it out of the corner of your eye because you also have to look cool because there may be someone else that's looking at you. And of course, even though everyone else in the gym is only looking at themselves, but Efsha, that girl over there is looking at me because she's thinking, whoa, what a hunk. So therefore, it's a <laughs> hunk. So, so, hunk. Hunk. Like Hulk. Yeah, like Hulk with the end. So you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's like that's that's. So when you're in there, when you're in that world, in that world, and that's where identity. That's why people become so obsessive about their looks, and that's why that's why what's the name? Uh, cosmetic surgeons are becoming so popular, and that's a tragedy. Cosmetic surgery is a tragedy. It means that the person is so invested in their identity, resting in their physical looks, that when their physical looks aren't what they want them to be, so they have to change them. Cosmetic surgery. Sorry, 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 sorry. No, no, no. Tell me your view of cosmetic surgery. Do you know how much you pay for that? <laughs> <laughs> how much is it going to cost? Like seriously, like my mum fell and broke her nose in nine. Different. I'm not talking about people who oh, fall so and so break. Cosmetic surgery is okay. In context. Correct. So then it's not. Meaning test. cosmetic surgery is great so when, when, of course, that's 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 sorry, sorry, Zach, Zach, when I was referring to cosmetic surgery, sorry, sorry, let me qualify, let me qualify. When I, when I was referring to cosmetic surgery, I was referring to people who go, go for surgery not because they've had any type of physical malfunction. They simply want their faces to look better. Physical malfunction. This is not the wrong along the way, but okay. Okay, good, good. I'm glad we got out of that. Remember, I said disagree with the gym. Oh, one second. Oh. Truth is, 
Truth is, Sonic, if I had a buddy like yours, I'd also just agree. Yeah, two of these boys here. Go on, go on, go on. Like I'm just, I'm not saying that you like that. I think you're wrong in a lot, in a lot of ways. So fine, so let's go on. So let's go on. I just want to put it out there. Let's hear it. I want it to be out there. Let's hear it. I'm ready to get it. Studies that say, you know, like there's reasons for looking in the mirror first of all, like just in terms of form and stuff. And I'm not trying to say that I do this myself. No, of course not. You just know a friend, right? There's a good friend, you know. And also, there's a reason for doing it slow as well, which is, of course, 100%. No, it's all about technique. No, it's about technique. Why do you have to do a short answer? Why do you have to do a short answer? Why do you have to do a short answer? Come over to you. And if the tree in the corner happens to be looking. So, you know, what you meant to do? You meant to make a cubicle around yourself? Yeah, yeah. No, I just cover myself with an extra tail. Actualizing ourselves. Put a machito between. Lock it up. I mean, I only go to gym with other guys, you know, I've got that machito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least they look like Beautiful. guys. <laughs> okay, good, good. I'm glad you clarified that. No, it's good. No, because I always was. No, thanks, thanks, Randy, for just giving us perspective there. That's beautiful. So. <laughs> no, so okay, good. But when you when. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm glad you put it out there. It's important. It's, yeah, I'm on the way. That's a Madraga. So, uh, how many people? Are, I know. I know. I think at least two people who fall off the treadmill. <laughs> no, no, you That's know that. Boy. Uh, no, we should you not. I know people who've actually fallen off the treadmill. From watching the TV. No, 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 no. From it like, fast, right? no, 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 because they're like, they're like, because their eyes get distracted. Uh, oh, whoa, it's putting their chest forward, putting the chest forward. <laughs> 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 oh, I saw a guy do that, and he got so angry. He kicked the treadmill, and then he looked at me and said, "Who broke this?" <laughs> <laughs> and then. Stormed off, and as if it was my fault, and he looked at me angry. It was worth a try. What do you mean? This has been a highly content watch here. Yes. Hello. Okay. Sorry. 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 Come on. Let's go back. Sorry, focusing. This has just been a. That, that's yeah, that. So, so to sum up, to sum up where we've got to so far. Sum up. We've, we've got some great tips on on biceps, but we've also we've also. W- We've also discussed that this is a problem. The problem is the identity that we're referring to and that we're trying to connect to is at a layer that we're not existing on. So when you present it as, oh, that's a real you, so the experiential response is, oh, no, it's not. So the goal of life, before we can create a resonance between this identity, which is complete and total spiritual elevation, where, think about it, the Torah says, do not, do not exact revenge. Do not exact revenge. It means there's a part inside of me that is so elevated that someone can come up to me and they can be really nasty and horrible and I can feel no sense of enmity and hatred towards them. Now, for me, that's not the way I experience life. But the fact that there's an expectation on me to live up to that tells me that there's a part of myself that can get there. But, yes, there's the a pause there. The fact that it tells you that don't take revenge means that there's a part inside of you that does want to. Yeah. That's true. And that you can overcome that part to fulfill what the Torah says. It doesn't say don't feel the need to take revenge, it says don't do it. Well, the problem is it says lotikon velotitor, which is bear a grudge, which means you can't even harbor the emotional upset with the person. 
<laughs> yes, suffer. You're allowed to exact revenge if it's in the heat of... Sorry, you're not allowed to exact revenge, but you won't be punished for it if it's in the heat of the moment. Okay, so there, there you go. That's a whole different sugya of, of the parameters. The point I'm making, though, is if you'd say to me that I have to be able to... Be able to, to someone does... In, imagine, imagine the scenario. You, you, you come out of your, of your house one day and you look at your car and you've got a flat tire. Okay. And you look in the back of your, of your car and there's no, there's no jack. And your, your neighbor's going and he's off to work and he says, Sorry, do you mind? I just, I don't have a jack in my car. I need to change my tire. I've got an urgent meeting. Do you mind lending me a jack? And I'll give it, I'll leave it in your garage so you've got it tonight. He says, oh, I'm sorry, I'm in, a, I'm in a real hurry. I'm not going to bother. And like your blood pressure raises up. And you seething with anger. Right? Anyway, you late for your meeting because you have to find and you have to go and you have to take. It takes you a massive hassle until eventually you get the jack and you change the tire. Great. Three days later, you're driving out of your driveway and the guy's car's broken down and he needs a jack. And, <laughs> and he said to you, Sorry, do you mind uh, giving me a jack? So now, not only can't you say. Hey? Yeah, what happened to his jack? What happened to his jack? Okay, good. Because I was like, he always gets the holes in the plot. And the amazing thing is that <laughs> his jack was stolen. Now that guy's actually, I forgot that point. The jack was stolen in the, in the interim. <laughs> so he says, do you mind, can I borrow your jack? So you say, two options. You can say, are you joking? You want me to give you the jack when you did that to me yesterday? Or three days ago? Are you off your rocker? That's called Lotikom. But you can't even say, sure, take my jack. I'm not a jerk like you, Jack. That would also be forbidden. You have to say, sure, take the jack, no problem. Now, if you ask me, could I do that? I would say, no. Nah. That's beyond, that's beyond. That's asking too much from me. But the choice is you have to do that. That means that I can do it. But my experience of self is not such. So the, the, the point is... not South African because you know how to change tire. <laughs> That's very true. Like, what, 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 Wait, so all, the, all the South Africans in the show are like, Wait, what's a jack? What's a tyre? Is that the guy? Oh, is that what the guy takes out of the boot when you go to the garage? You, ah. His name is Jack. <laughs> I got you. Okay, Rabbi. So, so that's something to think about. Of how basic. So now the question becomes really, the question becomes, Saposnik, Saposnik, we're having a show here and you're falling asleep. The question becomes. Not uh, no, no, it's amazing. Stop with the side comments. The question becomes, the question becomes, how do you actually penetrate those levels until you can actually feel that resonance, feel the resonance between you and the Torah, and then we will end it. Thank you for your rapt attention.